0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. I want to preface this podcast by saying this is about the end times. This podcast is about uh, all sorts of things that are going on in current events, but I wanted to get you this information. Some of it may be scary. Some of it is a little bit gruesome things that are going on in the Middle East uh, things that are taking place, uh, here in the United States. But I wanted to let you know that before you go on and listen to the rest of this, this is going to be an intense podcast. And I pray that it blesses you. Do not be afraid. The Bible tells us not to be afraid 365 times. That's one time for every day of the year. The Bible tells us not to be afraid. So I wanted to preface this podcast by telling you don't be afraid. Have faith in God because He is going to send Jesus for us and we're getting out of here at some point. So. Keep your trust in God, keep your hope in God, and let's listen to this podcast and and learn about what's going on in current events that lines up with Scripture. Buckle your seatbelt, because there's a lot coming
1: today. Welcome to the Faith Talk Podcast. We're excited you are listening today. Prepare to be challenged and inspired through today's episode. We pray that every fear is dispelled and your faith is increased as you hear the Word of God. Now let's listen in with our host, Caleb Schaefer.
0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. It has been uh, a couple of weeks since I sat down and recorded one. I've been uh, uploading messages that I've preached, but I wanted to sit down and record this podcast today because I am—I'm <laughs> angry for one. Um, I'm upset. Uh, just at the things that are going on all over the world, all over the nation. Um, And I wanted to bring this scripture to you because I know uh, that we are in the time where we are seeing The beast system rise. We are seeing the rise of the beast system here in the earth. I truly believe it. Many people say, Well, don't things have to get worse? Let me tell you something. Things got real bad here over the last 15, 18 months really quick. One day we were all going about our lives normal. The next day we were locked down. We had to wear masks. And I've been telling people from the start, we are headed towards tracking systems. We're headed towards tracking systems. People said, now, I don't believe that. There's no possible way. Well, here we are in August of 2021. Uh, You know, this started in March of 2020, really, where we started to lock down. So not, not too much longer than a year, about a year and a half later, we are looking at tracking systems for people And uh, it's it's incredible to see what's taking place. And I want to read you this scripture from Revelation chapter 13. The Bible says this, he was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast starting in verse 15 that the image of the beast could both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed he causes all both small and great both rich and poor both free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead that no one may buy or sell except he who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is a call for wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. It is the number of a man. His number is 666. And we've always heard about the mark of the beast growing up. We've always heard about the mark of the beast uh, coming to life, coming to fruition. We've always heard about it in the, in the church, in the in the modern day church. We've heard about it. And we've heard about the number 666, and we were we were saying, you know, there was speculation as to how it might happen growing up. We thought it would be some sort of a tattoo, and a lot of movies came out with tattoos on people uh, that, that symbolized the mark of the beast. But now we're looking at something totally different, and with the advent of the microchip, they can put something under your skin that is about the size of a grain of rice that will... That will track you. Number one will be used. It will uh it will be attached to your bank account. It will be attached to your medical history. And one of the ways that they're doing this right now, one of the ways that they're that they're they're talking about getting everyone to uh, have some sort of a tracking device is through medical history. We all know that this coronavirus has totally flipped the world on its head. Why in the world? Why in the world are they pushing this vaccine so hard? It went from, we are going to, uh, we're entering your name into a drawing for a million dollars. A lot of states were doing this. We're entering your name into a drawing for a million dollars. Uh, if you are uh, going to get the vaccine, if you have the vaccine, we'll enter your name into a drawing. To now, if you don't have the vaccine, we're we're axing your job. You're going to lose your job. The, the, the escalation of demand the escalation of coercion uh, that people will get this vaccine and you know we are seeing this progression happen so quickly it was just a couple months ago they were offering incentives bonuses sign-on bonuses all sorts of things if you went and got the vaccine and you wanted to come to work They would give you a bonus just for having the vaccine. Now it's on the flip side of that. No more bonuses. Now we're going to start making people pay out of their insurance or take money out of their paycheck if they don't have the vaccine. What in the world is going on? what in the world is going on and i should have prefaced this the spoiler alert this is about the end times this is about what's taking place so we went from offering an incentive offering a bonus to now we're going to penalize you if you don't have the vaccine what is happening And I look at this, and I I look at the book of Revelation, I look at, at the book of Daniel, I look at the different things, the markers of the Antichrist and the beast system that is going to rise up in the end times, and I'm seeing all the indicators. I'm seeing all the indicators, and the thing is, people are saying, you know, uh, a lot of people have hopes in the United States of America that we can turn this around in the next election cycle, that we could turn this around at the midterm and, and get some conservatives uh, in the House and get some conservatives in some different seats. And while that that would be wonderful, I do believe that we we have lit a fuse, and I do believe that there is a point of no return where this thing is just going to play out. <laughs> I I believe there are a lot of people who have hope that uh, a certain president may come back into office at at some time. They believe the election was stolen. And they believe that a certain president is going to come back into office and he's going to fix it all. But no one has a magic wand to fix this, number one. And number two, it is global. This is a global thing. This is Australia. This is Asia. This is Europe. This is uh, uh. Africa and South America. This is not just a North America, United States thing. This is all over the world. Some places in the world, like France, you can't go get groceries right now unless you have the vaccine. And what's going to happen, I believe, is that these vaccine cards are going to, uh, they're going to work for a while. They're going to work for a little bit. And then they're going to realize how easily duplicated they are, how easily Uh, how easily manufactured they are, and they're going to say, okay, well, uh, since that is the case, we need to implant something in people that will give us an indicator as to whether they're vaccinated or not. And, and I do not believe that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. Let me say that. I've said that before on this podcast. If you think that I'm just bashing the vaccine, that is not the case at all. If you feel to get the vaccine, by all means, please do get the vaccine. If you feel that that's right for you, you should go do it. If you don't feel that it's right for you, however, you should not be forced to do it. Everyone should have the choice as to what to do with their own health and their own body. Some people believe that it's the answer and other people believe that it is not. I'm of the persuasion that natural antibodies, if you have had coronavirus, if you've already had coronavirus, that your natural antibodies and your natural immunities are better than any vaccine. And and they're trying to convince people to go and get the vaccine who have already had coronavirus. That's insane. We don't do that with any other virus. We don't do that with any other disease. Tell you you need a booster even if you had the vac- even if you had the virus and your natural immune system beat it. We don't do that. That's not that's not good medicine knowledge. That's not the way that we do things. If your immune system beats something, then we say you have the antibodies. Another thing is that this vaccine is—it uh, it, is—it was made at the end of last year. Everything was was in place at the end of last year for this vaccine to be rolled out, and now they're trying to convince people that it is—it uh, is effective against the variants, the mutated strains that are out there. Okay, how do you make a vaccine before you have the strain? How do you make a vaccine before you have the strain and, and tell people that it is effective against the strain, against the mutated virus that you made the vaccine before the mutation came out? And you're telling people it just doesn't make sense. Do you see what I'm saying? So we're, we're seeing all this take place and there's just too many things that line up that point toward the mark of the beast after this. There's just too many things that line up. So the Bible tells us that you will not be able to buy or sell without the mark of the beast. And the Bible says he will cause both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive this mark. What else in the world would make everyone all over the world need to receive a mark of some sort? Rich and poor, free and slave, small and great. What else would make everyone all over the world need to receive some sort of mark? Is it, is it money? Is it uh, some sort of socioeconomic status? What is it that lumps everybody together? Could it be this common enemy, this virus, and you won't be able to buy or sell or trade without the mark? Talk to the people in France who can't get into the supermarket right now because they don't have the vaccine. Once again, I'm not saying the vaccine is the mark of the beast. I believe it is the way they are forcing this, the way they are pushing this, the vaccine is the precursor to the mark of the beast. That they are going to say, okay, everyone got the vaccine or everyone doesn't have the vaccine and here's what we're going to do. Uh, You are going to be uh, punished by not being able to go get groceries if you don't have this, uh, this chip in your hand. And I believe the chip will be tied to your bank account. I believe the chip will be tied to your medical history. They'll be able to scan it. So whenever you go to the supermarket, which all these self-checkouts and everything like that, you'll just scan all your items and then you'll scan your hand and it will automatically come out of your bank account. Listen, we are not far off from this. The technology is here. The technology is here to do these things. And it is all just lining up, I believe. So we're seeing this. Not only are we seeing this, at the same time, all, all these vaccines are being pushed. Uh, and and all these ways to track people are going to be pushed. That's the next thing. Uh, I say track people loosely because I'm just telling you they they're not going to let you in. To certain places, they're already doing it. I'm getting emails right now. I had tickets for events. Got emails. If you don't have the vaccine, you can't get in. All these sorts of things. Well, wouldn't it be easier instead of handing people a vaccine card that they just had a scanner that you could scan your forehead or you could scan your hand and it would tell you uh, whether that person was vaccinated or not so that they could get in? And I believe that certain places probably doors won't even open unless you scan that you have the vaccine. So you won't even be able to open a door; you'll be locked out. It's the, we've got that that technology too. The button pushers that that uh, they let you into the schools with, with the magnetic doors and the locks, those sorts of things. So all the technologies here. Not only that, Forbes has come out. Now this isn't some right-wing conservative uh, website that that runs conspiracy theories. This is Forbes. This is the the Fortune 500 uh, companies. this is this is the 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 top one of the top financial organizations and reporting organizations in the United States. And this article came out august twenty third. He this guy that wrote it is a senior contributor. And the title is this. Bankers issue seismic warning. Bitcoin, Ethereum, BNB, Cardano, and XRP could replace the dollar in just five years as crypto market price adds one trillion dollars do you understand the implications of this? These are all digital currencies. For those that don't understand digital currency, digital currency is just numbers in a computer. That's all it is. And, and we've gone a lot in that direction. Your credit cards, your uh, your bank account, if you have access to online banking, it's all numbers. You don't have, they. you go to the bank, if you had if you had $10 million in your account and you go to the bank and try to withdraw that, the bank doesn't have $10 million in cash laying at their bank with your name on it. This is all numbers. It's all numbers. So there are not enough dollar bills or whatever uh, whatever size of the dollar bill you want to say. There are not enough of those that you can just go to the bank and cash out large amounts. They have to go get it somewhere. They have to go to the treasury and have them print it. All of those things. So are not just there's not just money laying in the bank, cash money, in some sort of box with your name on it for however much money you have in, in the bank. They're all numbers in your account. And cryptocurrency is much the same way, except for it is not backed by anything. It is not backed by by any sort of government saying that it's uh, that it's good and and that it, it will pass for currency. There's nothing. These companies that create these things, and they're creating more by the day, they're just numbers. People pull them out of thin air and say, this is currency. This is what we're going to use. So all of these cryptocurrencies are digital currencies. If you can't see where this is heading, in the next five years, they said it's going to replace the dollar probably. Well, that's going to mean that your dollar becomes obsolete, that your paper money becomes obsolete. Your fives, your tens, your twenties, all of that's going to become obsolete. And it is all going to go to digital. This is important because when you go to the digital currency and there's no cash to be transferred back and forth, they can control all of that with the mark or with the microchip i'm telling you this is the beast system on the rise these these cryptocurrencies along with this this push for vaccines tracking systems this is all a push for the beast system it's all getting into place it's all getting set up so that the antichrist can come on the scene And honest to goodness, I don't think it's going to be long. And I'm telling people so that they can get, they're warned, so that they're warned, so that they're not taken off guard, so that they're not sideswiped. And I just truly believe in my heart that these things are coming down the road and maybe sooner than we think. But we've got to keep going. We've got to keep occupying. We've got to keep standing firm. We've got to keep trusting in the Lord and we can't back down. We can't back down against the enemy. We've got to be evangelizing. We've got to be living righteous lifestyles. We've got to be doing what God said to do so that we are on the right side of things when it all comes down. Another thing that that I'm truly seeing is the rise of the the, the Taliban or the rise of everything everything going on in the Middle East right now. From Iran to to israel iran has said that within the next uh within the next so many weeks i think we're probably down to about seven or eight weeks now within that time frame they're going to have nuclear capabilities and israel does not want iran to have nuclear capabilities because iran will make nuclear weapons to use against israel so we may see a preemptive strike against iran from israel we may see that in the in the coming weeks very shortly here actually uh, because if Iran gets nuclear weapons they're going to use them against Israel. Israel knows it they said we're not going to let them do that. we're not going to let them get that far. So we've got that going on. We also have the United States pulling out of the ta- pulling out of Afghanistan which is completely and utterly insane. I want to read you a headline I want to read you a headline. from from a website called Premier Christian News. And other sites are reporting on this. Other sites are reporting on this. So this isn't just one site. This has been confirmed. And it says this, Taliban going door to door hunting for Christians, searching for phones, searching phones for Bible apps. If you have a Bible app on your phone in Afghanistan right now, since the United States pulled out, since the United States uh, retreated and and left all of left our citizens there, left uh, left our equipment there. Since the United States retreated and ran, not not by our military's uh, not by our military's decision, by our commander in chief's decision, by Joe Biden's decision, I'm so mad. We have left Afghanistan and left everything that, that people have worked so hard to achieve, that men and women have died for, that men and women have lost life and limb and have come back maimed. They've come back with post-traumatic stress disorder. So many have committed suicide because of things that they saw and things that they had to endure in the Middle East war. And we have said, it's all for naught. The the government of the United States has turned its back on its military, has turned its back on the work that they did, has turned its back on Afghanistan. and. Their government and their citizens and pulled out and now the Taliban has come back in and is going door to door searching for Christians and searching phones for Bible apps not only that they're searching for anybody that worked with the United States government or any of the uh, the free uh, the free governments that have gone in there to help anyone that worked with NATO anyone that was an informant for any of the the democratic countries They're going after them. They're going door to door. They're executing people. They are doing heinous, heinous things to to women and to children. And, And this article says the people must mark their house with an X if they have a girl over 12 years old so that the Taliban can take them. They said if they find a young girl in the house was not marked, they will execute the entire family. If a married woman 25 years or older has been found, the Taliban promptly kill her husband, do whatever they want to her, and then sell her as a sex slave. I want to know where the party is. I want to know where the people are, where the celebrities and where the politicians are that have proclaimed women's rights and have stood on abortion as a women's right and as women's health issue and have worried and and stood on platforms across this United States of America and the world and claimed they champion women's rights and therefore abortion. I want to know where they're at on this issue. Why are they not speaking up? Why are they not speaking out about this? Why are they not speaking out about the minorities over there that the Taliban has killed? Why are they not speaking out about the, the women and the children being sold as slaves, as sex slaves, into this, into this heinous uh, Islamic regime that has, that has terrorized for years, and the United States just walks out and throws our hands up because of our commander-in-chief. This is high treason. He should be impeached. He should be impeached. He should be court-martialed. All of the above. This is high treason on the behalf of our president and on, his, on the behalf of his cabinet and anyone else who had who has stood by him and advised him to do this. This is this is absolutely insane and people who say that they're for women's rights for the case of abortion but they're not speaking out on this, they're not for women's rights at all. They are a puppet for a party. And I'm so frustrated and so mad at our nation, our nation's government, I should say, our our president if you want to call him that. I'm so mad at this because this should never have happened. People said why do we have to stay in Afghanistan? Why why couldn't we pull out? We should have been out of there a long time ago because Afghanistan is one of the terror hubs of the entire world. Afghanistan and Pakistan are the terror hubs of the world. A lot of the planning, a lot of the uh, the the pre uh The moves that they make before they terrorize somewhere are planned in those areas, are planned in Afghanistan. And so what we could do if we were there is we could do surveillance on these terror groups, on the Taliban, on Al-Qaeda, on ISIS, and now these terror groups are back on the rise. And I'm so frustrated about it so frustrated about it not only did we leave the country and leave those people and leave our American citizens to fend for themselves over there not only did we do all of that we closed our embassy down so the people have nowhere to go we pulled people out of the embassy because we had to and the people who are stuck there have nowhere to go nowhere that is a safe haven Because the Taliban was coming and our our government said that we need to pull out. We left. We left and had to leave our people, the United States of America, the people over there, with no help. Nothing. And I know that this has become a rant. And I know that I sound angry. And it's because I am. I'm frustrated that we did this we abandoned our equipment we abandoned black hawk helicopters we abandoned weapons we abandoned top secret classified information and 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 tools and weapons and technology we abandoned night vision all those things are now in the hands of the taliban because we have been uh, we have been labeled as a weak nation and they just took over because we pulled out Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. And I look at the, 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 the Muslim religion and I look at how they execute people. And so many times they execute people by chopping off their heads. They chop off people's heads. How does the Bible say in the, the last days how people are going to be martyred? How does the Bible tell us that people are going to die in the tribulation? The Bible tells us that if you're going to die in the tribulation, the Bible says. In 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 Revelation chapter twenty and verse four, and I saw thrones that they had sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them, and I saw the souls of them that had been beheaded, beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and who had not worshipped the beast, nor his image, nor had received his mark upon their foreheads or on their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. How were they killed? They're beheaded. So this, to me, tells me that Islam is going to play a part in the final days, in the last days, during the tribulation, that beheadings are probably going to be carried out by Muslims during the last days because people would not renounce Jesus. Because they had lived, they they had the witness of Jesus and for the word of God. Because they did not receive the mark of the beast. If you can't see all this playing out, if you can't see how all these things are converging, even a year and a half ago, I would have been like, I think we have a lot more time. I think we have a lot uh, of things that need to happen. I think things need to get worse. A year and a half ago, I probably would have said, ah, we've got a good a good decade, two decades. I don't know. But now I'm looking at all these things lining up and I'm telling you today to be ready. I'm telling you today to be ready. Be firm in the faith. If I can warn you about anything, it's this. We see all these things taking place. We see all these signs lining up that the Bible tells us about. We see the tracking numbers. We see the digital currencies. We see Islam terrorist regimes on the rise. We see the government of the United States looking completely weak, about to unravel. We see all these things happening, and every single thing lines up with the Word of God. Every single thing that's happening all over the world lines up with the Word of God. Iran and Israel, part of the end times. The Bible tells us about a war that involves Israel and its surrounding countries. I'm telling you, we are seeing everything line up. So if you can do anything, be ready, number one. Have your heart right with the Lord, but number two... Stay in your word. Stay grounded in your word. I'm telling you, stay grounded in the word because you're going to need faith. You're going to need faith to be able to stand. You're going to need faith to be able to 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 withstand anything that they bring against you, anything that they say about you. What do you think these Christians are feeling over in, in Afghanistan when they're knocking on their door and they know that they're about to be killed? There are a lot of people in the United States who claim to be Christian, but I believe that they would stand back and they would say, you know what, I, I don't really believe in Jesus. I think they'd stand back and they'd, they'd try to talk their way out of it and try to weasel their way out of it, and they would they would convert to Islam or whatever they had to do to uh, to save their own life, rather than go through the the beheading, rather than go through the death. I'm telling you, I think that there are a lot of people who would. And so I want to uh, I, I want to encourage you. Stand firm in the faith. Be in prayer. Be in your word. Don't be playing games because you never know what could happen next. You never know when somebody might look at you and say, "You know what? I want to know if you're a believer because if you are, this is this is your last. This is your final seconds." If you're a believer because I'm about, to, I'm about to take you out. You don't know when that might happen. You don't know if that's coming here to the United States. And if you're listening from any other country, you don't know whether it's going to happen to you either. The people in Afghanistan are dealing with it right now. They're dealing with it right now. It's crazy what's going on all over the world. And the signs of the times are converging. And we need to prepare ourselves for the days to come. Gone are the days of normalcy. Gone are the days of, of just going about life and doing things that, that, you know, we were serious occasionally about church. We were serious occasionally about our walk with the Lord. We were serious occasionally here and there. But we need to be serious every single day, all day, because you never know what's going to happen next. You need to be prepared for whatever may come, because I believe some things are coming down the road, coming down the pike, that we are going to see some major, some major uh, things that, that flip the world on its head. So that's my admonishment to you today. Be ready. Don't be fearful, but be ready. Be alert, but not alarmed. I'll say it again, be alert, but not alarmed because Jesus is ready to return. Jesus is coming soon and he wants a pure and spotless bride when he returns. So we've got to be prepared. We've got to have our hearts prepared. We've got to have our minds prepared. We've got to be prayed up. We've got to be ready to go. We've got to be serious about our walk with the Lord in the word and in prayer all the time because we are going to need the strength to stand. I know this was a long episode today, I know some of it may seem like I was rambling, that I was angry, and I probably was, but I wanted to get this information to you because the beast system is on the rise, and this whole thing that's going on in the Middle East is an absolute travesty, an absolute travesty, and people need to know the truth about what's happening. It's not just a bunch of people cramming into an airport, they are going door to door executing people for their faith and ripping women and children out of out of their homes it's it's a terrible terrible thing so pray for them as well pray for them pray that something uh, breaks through i know that there are certain people and certain organizations trying to help and get people out of there and it needs to be it needs to happen but we are in the last days so be ready be prayed up be studying your word have faith, trust God, don't let go of the promises of God, and let's press on. I believe that God is, is going to pour out his spirit. I believe that the best days for the church are ahead, but a lot of the time, the best days for the church are during times of persecution, and I think we may see that too. But before I go today, I want to pray the sinner's prayer for anybody that's listening who uh, who might be uh, might say, you know what, I don't know the Lord. I need to know the Lord who might say, I've known the Lord before, but I haven't been serious. I've walked away. I've been doing my own thing. Listen, you can always come back home. You can always come back home. So I'm going to pray this sinner's prayer. If you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus is, is Lord and he's the son of God, you will be saved. So I want to pray this prayer. You can pray it along with me. Say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I believe he's your son. I believe he died on the cross. I believe that his blood has the power to cleanse me from my sin. So wash me today. Forgive me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, please, please get a hold of me on my social media. Let me know on wherever you're listening to this podcast at. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'll keep you updated in the days and weeks to come. Um, I'm going to do more uh, faith talk style podcasts to build your faith in the days and weeks to come because we need it but i felt to get this information to you today about everything that's taking place all over the world because the bible does line up with current events do not fear do not be afraid i know that some of this is scary for people do not be afraid but trust god because the Bible tells us in the end we win. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. I love you so much. Have an awesome day in the Lord. Share this podcast with somebody and I'll talk to you real soon.
1: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Faith Talk podcast. If you would like to connect with the host, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebshafer.com. Be sure to check out Caleb's worship albums on iTunes, Amazon Music, and wherever digital music is sold or streamed. If you've been encouraged today, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. May God bless you, and remember to tune in next week for another episode of the Faith Talk podcast.